0: This is where the magic happens. Hi, I'm Angela, and I'm an empath, indigo child, master manifester, and a psychic. Oh, fourth generation psychic.
1: Oh, fourth generation psychic. This is interesting.
0: Uh, I didn't tell you this?
1: We didn't talk about this. Um, Oh. And hi, my name is Ryan. I am an empath, a stand-up comedian. See how I changed the order there? Um,
0: Oh. We were talking
1: talking, uh, last episode about... um,
0: you're ego in a position.
1: Identification. Oh, by the way, I saved this. I didn't want to spoil it while we were chatting in between recording here. Because you're in Los Angeles. I am currently in the Midwest uh, United States in uh, my hometown of Dayton, Ohio. Which, um, By the way, my family was not affected by the half-mile-wide tornado. <laughs>
0: what the came. hell was that? Barely End of the world.
1: There was 14 tornadoes that touched down in uh, my hometown um, and uh, I guess it would be the very end of May. Um, and it was, you know, there's a lot of like really devastating effects, but uh, the, the community and people from around the country and around the world have really rallied and stepped up and uh, really helped out Dayton, Ohio. <coughs> oh, I can hear your dog. Is I it okay? know. Is, is yeah, he okay? She's
0: fine. She's
1: uh, just oh, she, yeah, that's right. She,
0: yeah, she's a nightmare from hell. but... Um, <coughs> We've discovered a chicken allergy, and but somebody doesn't is not reasonable about it and still eats cat food when my back is turned, and then hacks and dies. She also has a collapsed trachea, which always oh, makes it worse. Hey, Dave, let's go in the bedroom.
1: So, so. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's a it's a little, yeah, it's, a little jarring it's bothering in the recording. me too. It's,
0: it's um, horrible. I know, but it's
1: not the it's not the poor baby's oh, fault. Funny. She
0: um, just hit her head on my shin. Now we're
1: both hurting. Um oh, got go I to read this quote that our <laughs> our friend Darcy Santaforth sent over. She just randomly <gasps> texted me this right after we finished the first recording. Uh, so I'll read that while you uh you temporarily rehome her. Um, so, because it directly ties into last week's episode. Oh, it sounds. So I
0: know it's so sad. It's so. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. This is why people should not debark dogs, and this is why we should adopt and not uh, do the purebred thing, because they're all they're all dying. <laughs> they're all inbred. Okay, I won't preach anymore for now.
1: So this is a. Oh,
0: sorry. I put her in the bedroom, and then the fat cat boots stood up and just pushed the door open and freed her. Wait, you're in cahoots? You're going
1: to the bathroom. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is chaos. Oh,
0: it's um, such chaos. It's a farm of little freaks. Oh, so sorry, honey.
1: La- last week, we were talking about Uranus and opposition. And um, there's uh, a lot of talk about, you know, like having to be strong and like facing things that like maybe from our past, um, you know, that, you know, changing behavior patterns and things like that. Yes. And so I thought this was a very timely text I received from Darcy um, who just randomly texted me this right before we started recording what um, does it say? Uh, a quote from Buddha, she just went to this um, talk um, with uh, Robert Thurman and Dr. Nita Chene- Chene- Gingsting. Uh I'm saying, I'm pronouncing that wrong, that yeah it sounds correctly. really
0: butchered uh, <laughs> I can't spelled
1: C-H-E-N-A-G-S-T-S-N-G so uh, dealing with Buddhism and Tibetan medicine—that's the first time I've ever tried to say it out loud. Was a while we were recording, which was probably a mistake. Um, yeah. So this is a quote from Buddha on enlightenment. Um, enlightenment is not mystical, transcendent experience, but an ongoing process calling for three fundamental qualities: fearlessness, intimacy, and transparency. And that suffering, and that suffering diminishes when confusion and fear change into openness and strength. So, end quote. So, so yeah, that that suffering that we can feel during that period or this period that we're currently under um, can diminish when, you know, the confusion and the fear of making these changes turns into the strength and the openness and being open to changing and, and whatever it is. Because, like, I forgot to mention it, too, but, like, I think I don't know how many episodes ago it was, but we talked about how like I told my guides, I'm like, hey, whatever path you lay out for me, I'm doing. Uh, just show me the way. And it's one thing to say that and then like not take the path, you know? Yes. So it's oh just, my god. Brian. It's, like, it's, like it's having an openness to go do you that, know, whatever, whichever uh, way it and, goes.
0: And and I'll tell you what too. Mine told me um, to travel on the cheap. They were like couches, hostels, and I was like, ha ha ha, lol. Mm-mm. And I booked a honeymoon suite in Italy, and and went like over the top, and it it was gonna be expensive, but I had the money coming, so they giveth and they taketh away. They were Indeed. like, nope, we told you how to do it, you didn't do it. And they took it away.
1: Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, it's a lesson learned, I imagine. Yeah. So
0: there's yeah, some- and as the Kabbalah says, you're supposed to say every time you have a hard lesson, anytime you have shit that you have to shovel, you're supposed to say, thank you it's a pleasure and I really, I'm trying that and it, it really does make a difference. <laughs> like, oh thank you. It's a pleasure. But uh.
1: yeah, I mean, that's like the, um, ah, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that resonates with me because I used to like try to use future, uh, future things as motivation for me. Like back, back when I was younger, I was working in a restaurant trying to save money Uh, Because I was going to, I dropped out of college, I was going to move to California. Um, Uh And so I was like waiting tables, I was washing dishes, I was doing anything at this restaurant. And like, when you wash dishes in a restaurant, it's like, you know, your clothing is soaked by the end of the night from like, nipples to knees, right? Like that area of your clothing is just wet. Um, by the end of the night and I just had to keep reminding myself you're doing this for you're doing this you're not gonna have to do this forever you know this is why you're doing it but it's like I think it's probably a more effective way of of getting through things by just you know being grateful as opposed to attaching them to a specific outcome yeah uh, you want to happen because that outcome is probably not going to be what you expect it to be anyway
0: yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, I want to hear about this crazy meditation oh, shit. you did.
1: Talking about outcomes.
0: Oh, so, shit.
1: So we do, I think you were, um, we were like taught, we were chatting about this because that last full moon um, was uh, pretty, pretty intense. And um, specifically, it was very intense for me. I'm going to look up the exact date just so everybody knows what I'm talking about here. Um, it was in... May it was May 17th um was the was the full moon specifically so when this happened so i i i knew i was going to do like i was going to try to do a you know a bigger meditation than i normally do so to speak i guess you know just kind of go in longer if i could and normally when i meditate i'll, I'll kind of i'll go on a hike i'll stop you know halfway through the hike and then i'll sit outside and kind of meditate for maybe 15 minutes or something like that even even, even if I get 10 minutes, it's better than nothing, you know? And yeah. And it just, like, helps me, like, connect and just feel better about my life in general. And yeah. So on this particular night, on the 17th, there's a full moon. I, you know, it's towards the end of the night, and I'm like, okay, I'm gearing up for this meditation. And there's certain things I've figured out that I really like to do that help me get into a good meditative state, and everybody's different. But I'll put on some good headphones... And I listen to this, like, uh, I'll listen to this music from YouTube. It's like this Reiki music or something, right? Like a meditation music. There's like a million of these videos out there and they're great. Some are six hours long, some are 12 hours long, some are three hours long. Anyway, there's this one particular video that I really love doing. And so I put that on, I get some crystals, um, you know, I put them, I got some like Labradorite, uh, crystal, um, you know, to help connect the, the physical and the spiritual world. I think I've got a selenite wand, you know, for like cleansing and protection. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and then I've got, uh, I'm wearing, uh, I think I was wearing my sapphire pendant for like my throat chakra. Uh-huh. I always try to, just because I talk so much for a living, I guess it is like my job. So I, I'm i always focusing on like chakra, like the throat chakra healing and like keeping that strong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, during all smart. of my
1: meditations. And so then I've got, um, you know, a deck, I got my tarot deck. Um, mm-hmm. I pull like a card um, just to see what, see what that's, see what's going on there. Um, and then I'm just kind of like laying, sitting on my bed. So I'm like comfortably on my bed and I got the music going. I lit up <coughs> of candles. I got the lights out, um, but I got like, you know, anyway, it's dimly lit and i got my alt my money altar still going and i've got a green light shining down on that nice um, so i it, my room's pretty much just like all colors right so uh-huh. i got it all going and i'm going to go in you know and so yeah. i'm i'm having a hard time initially uh, at the beginning of the meditation i'm i'm having a difficult time like grooving in and separating or just trying to like release the thoughts or not be attached to the thoughts going through my mind instead of just like trying to accomplish nothingness, which is, you know, impossible. I mean, you just have to not be attached to the things that are, you're thinking. So, and dwell on them. And so then I realize the music is helpful for me. So I start doing breathing. I start doing the deep breaths. And then I'm like, I start staring at like the flickering shadows of my, of the ceiling of my room because of all the candles And I feel like I'm almost able to get the ceiling to dissipate. Ooh. uh, Which is, you know, sometimes when you're, like back in the day, when you're looking at those posters and you relax your eye, you see a different image. Um, Well, I'm trying to see through. I'm trying to get my ceiling to dissipate so I can see into space, right? (laughs) Uh, Or understand how none of this is truly solid, uh, the, the physical world surrounding us and so I'm starting to you know I'm starting to groove into some stuff and then you know I'm closing my eyes and then I'm kind of I, I wrote also wrote down a list of things I was focusing on and I just started yeah. saying them out loud kind of almost in a mantra type way but I just kept, kept repeating my list out loud and I, I felt that was really helping me groove into a better state of meditation Nice. Yeah, and so then I kind of close my eyes and I'm saying things out loud. I'm listening to the music um, and I'm really starting to, you know, I'm really starting to groove. And then I kind of, I don't know how to describe it, but I'm kind of, now I'm traveling. Oh, well, now I'm rooting myself as well. I've got vines growing out of the bottom of my spine, um, you know, into the center of the earth that connects to the, the great you know, source of life inside the planet uh, and then, you know, I've got like the, you know, the sparkling glitter like substance of space that is healing light and energy uh, from, you know, 300 yards above us, you know, where you can see down on yourself. Um, now the vines kind of like take me and they spiral me. Uh, they, instead of like anchoring me to the earth, they take me and they kind of like spin me out into space, you know what I mean? Like,
0: Ooh. Like they
1: lift me up on this, I don't want to say throne, but like they, like my seat, and like they propel me up, right? Yeah. And so now I've got, instead of just gold light and gold glitter, which is like that healing thing to like pour into the top of our heads to fill us with, you know, joy and recharge us. Now I've, it's like every color of the rainbow of this glitter is like pouring into me, right? And I'm kind of in space uh, while it's happening. And it's—it's. It's, I don't have to worry about breathing or any of that stuff. And you know, because I'm connected to the earth still, even though I'm in space, because I've got all these roots from my body. Whoa! And and I'm still just me, kind of, you know, what i mean? like my physical me. And all this shit's pouring into me, this beautiful glowing spectrum of light glitter is pouring into me and I'm feeling great. And now I am like trying to access higher self. And I have like, my higher self separates from my body. Um, And my higher self is Essentially I don't know if people saw the movie Tron But basically it's like An outline of my body Separates from my body That looks exactly the same as me Except it's just an outline um, But the outlines Are like a fluorescent light That is ever changing So it's uh-huh. like It's almost like the whole spectrum of the rainbow You know so it's a straight line but the line is a gradient that is constantly changing into different, different colors. So now I've got this higher self, right, who's ready to, like, blast me off and show me things or something, right? And this just yeah. started as me trying to be mindful of things I wanted coming up in life. You know what I mean? Um, and being grateful for things and, you know, trying to focus on the things I wanted, I really wanted to work on, uh, yeah. you know, in the coming weeks. Next thing you know, this higher self is, like, Um, I don't know what it's doing, but I know it's showing me. It's showing me like almost like cinematic vignettes of my future flashing into my mind. And the first one I see, and this is great. The first one I see is I'm at a book signing.
0: Oh my God. I'm at
1: a book signing and I'm, I'm meeting people and I'm very happy and people are very happy and I'm signing books, you yeah. know, and like, you know, kind of like shaking hands and kind of hugging people. And it was like, a I'm very...
0: picturing you in that really great turtleneck um, jacket that you wear. And the <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> like, crystal on your neck. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, And so it's like a great moment. Right.
0: Mm. And I'm
1: like, Oh, this is so great. This is so great. My future is like, you're showing me my future. This is amazing. And, uh, you know, and it's, and it's actually a future that's tied to something I'm doing, physically doing in the real and in, in my world, you know, working on yeah. like, my paranormal comedy memoir. Yeah. Which I've been working on. And so then next, you know, this is where it starts to get weird, uh, weirder, I should say. <laughs> next, you know, I am from my perspective, right? I am from my eyesight perspective, I am a woman. I'm a black woman holding a, a very young baby, like almost newborn baby, and I'm breastfeeding it. And in this moment, I realize two things. This isn't showing me a past life, and this isn't showing me a future life. This is showing me a, a current life. It's showing me my current life. And now, this is why I say it gets weirder. Whoa. And in this moment, I realize there's two things I kind of have an understanding of, is that I've, I have a missed connection with my daughter. And I don't know who my daughter is. Um, or if... I, I was left with this sensation that I have a daughter that's walking around Earth right now that I haven't met. But I don't think that's actually true but that was my sense, right? That I have a missed connection with a daughter of some kind. Either I was supposed to have a daughter at this point in my life and I made some choices that prevented it from happening. But I, but if I was on the right path, I would have had that daughter. Whoa. You know, that kind of thing, right? So no,
0: no, but it uh, could even be someone who was your daughter last time. I mean, well, not no. that the vision is the
1: same, but yeah, yeah, no, but like, the, and this you're and, sorry, is, I do I'm not... know this is like a current life, right? And yeah. so, but what I realize is, I am this woman. I'm this woman currently, right now, and then it like fucking blows my mind because this is when I have the realization that, like, every past and future life I've ever had, or anyone else has ever had, is everyone's past and future yes! life. And that like the connectivity of human beings isn't like, oh man, we're all connected, you know, like we're all, I am connected to you. It's like, to me now, it's like, no, I am not connected to you. I am you and you are me, you know? Um, yeah. And so, like, there is no separateness when it comes, there is truly zero separateness when it comes to who we are and each other. And so, I realized that I am simultaneously currently living all of these lives. Um, Whoa. Right now. Whoa. Right? Whoa. So, what? Yes. So, I am currently occupying so many different bodies at the same time. Right? And so then that goes away, and now I see me again, or what this version of me that I'm used to. This you know, this white guy named Ryan, Uh and now I am, I am old as I'm so old. I'm old as fuck. Like I'm like old old right, and if I had to guess, I'm saying I'm in like early nineties. Um, and I'm on. I've got like a trench coat on, like a raincoat kind of thing, like an old man does. Um, I'm. I've got like a, like a pure white afro, um, and my face is like deeply wrinkled, like a pug. And I'm sitting on this park bench, and I've got a cane with me, and my hand looks like you know I've been in the bathtub for two hours like i'm so wrinkled yeah i i can see flashes of my face and i'm this old really old guy who's kind of and i'm smiling i'm kind of like laughing right and i'm like laughing and smiling i'm like this really old guy who's so happy because he realizes the life he's lived and he's still currently living is wonderful and I try to keep looking at my left hand to see if there's a wedding ring on there and I just can't see. I keep trying to, oh. I'm just trying to see, right? And it just won't let me see if, if I was married, if I was this old yeah. guy who was married or not. And it's not related to that specific detail necessarily, but looking at this old man who was me, so looking at me as this really old man it makes me realize a couple things. It makes me realize that I live, I'm going to be living a very long life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, at least if things play out the way they played out in this future version that I'm seeing. But then like, how happy I was as this old man, I, it made me, it made me just start bawling in my room. Whoa. I don't know if it makes sense, but like, I was so happy that I was crying
0: yeah yes yeah and
1: so i i'm just crying in my room because i realize how lucky i am to be able to live this old and 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 be smiling about it you know what i mean and i'm just overwhelmed with how wonderful it all is and i'm just like sobbing in my room and you know in the music i'm listening to during this meditation is i'll try to post a link to it when we put it up to to like the specific video it's such a great video cuz i was later that night i was mes- messaging with a friend of mine um, who's in canada and i was kind of like we were kind of chatting about meditation i was like oh my god this this is the video i was using and i just really blasted it off and and then like she simultaneously sent me like a link to the exact same video what? Um, saying the same thing, so it was like very. It was very funny. It's like, oh yeah, we used the same video to really, you know, launch into outer space. Um,
0: Please post it to Facebook. I, I don't know where else we have links sure. or yeah. Twitter. I don't know. What, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely
1: post it. I'll definitely post it. It's one of those meditation video channels that has like all their videos have like millions of views. I mean, it's a very popular Ooh. site. But anyway, so I'm like so slowly but surely. Now this is where it gets even crazier for me in the meditation other than (laughs) other than seeing my parallel life that i'm currently living that's simultaneous with my own in the same Uh in the same dimension i saw you know my future like very close future i saw a way distant future i saw you know current different version of myself and now my higher self kind of like takes me like blasting, almost like Star Trek. When you, you see Star Trek, the ship travels through space, like warp yeah. speed. We kind of... And we show up at this place and we show up at a tower and it's totally darkness outside, right? It's, we're in space. So it's dark, but it's, it's like full moon dark, right? I can see the stars in the sky surrounding us. Space, you know, it's, it's very celestial, so it's not pitch black. I can see things, but everything is very shadowed. Right? Yeah. And it's this tall, huge, dark tower that has all these windows. And we go in, and my higher self never has to speak verbally to me, it's telepathically communicating with me. And so it says to me, This is the tower of your life. And these, we are now going to ascend up this spiral staircase, and you will be able to look into the rooms. In the tower of your life, and you will be able to see all the rooms, and so the things you have made, the spaces of the things that occupy your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're walking up this, we're floating or walking up these steps, these you know old stone steps, and this kind of like tight tower. But when you look into one of the rooms, the room is like huge or small or different sizes but seemingly not able to be seen from the outside. Like if you looked at the tower, you wouldn't see any of these. There's no space for these rooms, you know what I mean? So it's, almost like, it's, like, a quantum, it's like a quantum dimensional level, if that even makes sense. So it's like these hidden rooms that don't exist in the physical reality, but you can see them once you're looking at them. So I'm, I go up and I look in the first room and it's dark, and it's just barren. There's like maybe a bench or something in there. It's dusty. It's empty. We, we keep going up. I look into another room. It's dark and empty. We go up and we look into another room. And fuck, it's dark. It is fucking empty. And we get to another room and there's like an old dusty crib. And this is really where the connection with the daughter thing came. There's like a, ones, a girl, like a, what I knew to be a child's onesie that was for my daughter. And it's, it's just empty, right? And so I pick up the onesie off the floor and I'm kind of doing that thing where I'm holding it to my face, you know, because I know it's my daughter's onesie. And I'm like, I'm like holding it close to me because it's like, it's hers and I miss her. And not only do I miss her, but I've missed her, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so that's truly where the, the Miss Daughter connection thing came from, more so than even when I was the woman breastfeeding. Um, I think I got that detail incorrect. And so I kind of look to my higher self. I'm like, I want fucking answers. You know what I mean? Like, wh- where was my daughter? Why? Where's? Wh- what happened to my daughter? Why Why have I missed my daughter? And I don't get any answers. Um, my higher self just kind of gives me this like message of like, you know what happened here, even though I have no idea, right? And so it's one of these things where I, I, I've I come to the understanding where I'm probably going to have to discover that at some point, you know what I mean? So wow, I find, okay. So I put the onesie down and then I go up to another room and that room is empty. And now I am like, I am ascending into despair, if that makes sense. You know, normally you, <laughs> you descend yeah. into madness. I yeah. was ascending into despair because... I'm like flabbergasted that all of these rooms are empty in the tower of my life, you know? And then we get to the top of the tower, like the flat surface, the roof where there's, you know, the, you know, it's like that, you know, the ridge of the top of the tower has like the, you know, things blocking you from just walking off the edge, like the little pillars and stuff surrounding it. Yeah. And we get there and now I'm just standing there with my higher self like in the abyss of space, having just walked up the tower of my life, understanding that all the rooms are empty. And I have this like realization of like, my life is fucking empty, man. And my higher self is just looking at me like, what are you going to do about it? And so I'm just, just sitting there like, fuck, man, I'm like so sad at this point. Like I'm meditating. I'm filled with grief over a life I've never lived or something, right? And then I have this realization I need to light a candle in every room of my life because I I haven't made space. I haven't made space in the tower of my life for other people to be there. It's me. It's not that people don't want to be in the tower in my life or whatever. I haven't made the, they don't know they can come and stay in my tower. You know what I mean? Oh my God. And so I'm like, I have to light a candle so they know, so they can find their way home to my life. And my higher self is smiling at me as I'm like saying this out loud, just trying to work through and figure out what's going on. And I go, so I'm going to light a candle. And I get real excited. I'm like, I'm going to light a candle in every room of this tower so people know how to find their way home to be in my life. Yeah. And uh, so all of a sudden there's a big candle in the middle of the roof on almost like this tiny little end table kind of thing. And I light it somehow and now the candle is lit up. And I'm like, you know, and, and I'm thinking of that song. There's a candle in the window. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't know one, that song. <laughs>
0: well, anyway, it's a CCR
1: song. Um, it's, one of the, it's my favorite Creedence Clearwater revival song. Ooh. It's a beautiful song. Anyway, so, and, so now I've lit a candle on the roof of the tower of my life. So all of the, the beautiful souls that you know I'm supposed to be making room for in my life in the real world will know yeah. that it's, it's time to come home or it's time to rejoin me or find me. And um, and so then I'm getting ready to go light the candles in all the other rooms. And next thing you know, my higher self takes me and zaps me and we travel through space and time. And I'm kind of like reaching out towards the tower of my life with my hand like, no, 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 don't take me. I'm not done yet. and that candle oh god that bright candle that i had lit that illuminated the entire top of the tower dissipates you know we zoom out from it until it becomes just the tiniest little point of light in a great distance and then it disappears and then i open my eyes and that's when the
0: meditation Well okay for starters that's some ghost of christmas future shit and right? they won't show you anything without, uh, you being able to change it. Like that daughter is yours for the taking. When you were saying that though, what I thought is she has been your daughter before and she's supposed, or or she's something to you. And you know, you probably feel the spirit guide, um, you know, flopping around you all the time who wants to come through. Um, and she's supposed to be your daughter in this life. But I feel like it's like she's telling you, "I'm here. You have to make space for me to come in." You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I mean that's that's interesting. Yeah, because the as sad as it was in those in the moments of, and I also should tell people that like when I tried after I opened my eyes and I tried to ascertain how long I'd been meditating, mm-hmm. I, I don't really have any idea. Oh yeah, I do know yeah. that it was by far my longest self meditation that I did myself. So it was probably an hour and twenty minutes
0: wow
1: um it was by far my longest because i like went through so many things but that is interesting because the idea of having a child has been and i've been around so many kids too these last few days so many babies ryan let me read
0: you when you get back because i'm telling you i can see that shit now like for real like i just read somebody who wants to have a baby and i told her when and all like all the baby i'm so, uh, let me read you when you get back, for but sure. not that, no, for sure. not that like, um, you know, cause this could be whatever. Cause as many people who listen, know, I, I got spirit guides who want to come in and there's a lot of, uh, chatter around me about me having a baby still, which I'm totally down for whatever, wherever the flow takes me, I am going with the flow for at least a year and a half now. Um, that's, that's, that's all I, I. I don't necessarily want a baby, and I don't feel a void. But maybe that'll pop up suddenly. And it sounds like if you saw that, and if you felt that kind of despair, like then yours feels more of like something needs to move into place for you to get it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because the um, because the child thing, the daughter thing, definitely was attached to the onesie in the tower uh-huh. and not the. When I was the woman breastfeeding, like oh. I, was, I, I was kind of jumping ahead accidentally in my mind. So like, um, but the, there is something to be said about, um, like the intensity of the feelings I was having during that, yeah. during that moment, because this was by far the most, the most intense meditation I'd ever have on myself. And, and just as a reminder, it was on that full moon.
0: That was, full moon. Yeah, I went to Sandringham. You know, uh, if anybody watches The Crown or is British, um, it's the Queen's house that she and the family spend Christmas in. It's it's really beautiful. It's crazy. Um, but we walked around the garden. The garden is the garden has Fay in it, by the way. The garden is very magical. Um, the house, not so much. But the house is lovely. Um, but we get to Sandringham, and be- right before we go into the garden. Uh, the energy hit me, I had to go in the bathroom and masturbate on that full moon. I had to masturbate at the Queen's house from that blue moon. In a public bathroom, which I will not say is the first time that's happened. I masturbated in the tea house where J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Oh. That was that was 13 years ago, though. But I couldn't help it. I was like, I gotta get in that bathroom. <laughs> I this literally is, ran like, ahead of my family. Now my aunt who listens to this, I hope she doesn't listen to this one because I was like, I have to pee so bad, ran to the bathroom so that I would have time to masturbate before they got there.
1: That, I mean, it's much different you saying this than me. Yeah. Um, and it, like, it, it's much different. <laughs> and But it's like, to me this is hilarious. To me this is hilarious. Um, That
0: moon was potent, though. That
1: moon was potent. And And you know. Well, it's interesting because when I'm doing, usually when I do, usually, not every time, but usually when I'm doing magic at home, usually it's, uh, you know, one person sex magic.
0: Yeah. And (laughs) So sad. Me too. Me too. But like, it's...
1: (laughs) But, like, on that really powerful meditation and then, like, the last couple times I've really, like, grooved into, like, meditating and, you know, really, like, focusing on something, it hasn't been... It hasn't been that way for me. And it's like to the point where, like, when I was done meditating on this and like had the list and was like really trying to, you know, magically conjure like this future, you know, and then all of a sudden I'm blasting off these other places. Yeah. Then when I'm done with it, I'm like, I'm all, I was like literally in my room shocked that,
0: yeah, um, yeah,
1: that I had not done the sex magic part of it. Like, I was like, what? I usually. There's, I usually like, <laughs> yeah.
0: what?
1: like. How did that not happen? I mean, I was like prepared for it and everything. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> now I'm picturing like a cravat lube. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that means, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So like, I was very surprised. And so maybe, and I don't know, I'm still open to all different types of, you know, the practice and like, you know, the different variables you can use, but, and I'd hate for it to be this case, but maybe that's not really where I groove in to like my most powerful, which would be be unfortunate because, and I don't necessarily want that to be the case because, you know, it's, it's also an additional added element of enjoyment and fun, but, um, oh,
0: it's so fun. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, the, uh,
1: but something about wow. that moon was really bonkers for I sure.
0: have got to start because I, 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 you know, I do my walking meditation, but I have got to start. I got to buckle down and sit with myself. It, it's just harder. But I did um, give up. Um, I don't think I told you this. I, I, not only did I give up coffee, I gave up green tea, and now I'm just on the yerba mate. And oh,
1: I man. heard a friend uh, a friend of mine was telling me about. It. Uh, yerba mate. I guess I think I'm making the switch when I get home. Uh, Did they tell you well. about the
0: fluoride, the fluoride, the decalcification of the pineal gland? Did they tell you about that?
1: What, as part of the yerba mate?
0: Yeah, um, all the other stuff has a bunch of um, fluoride, and it builds up the calcification. But the yerba mate has like the the least amount in a caffeine. oh I didn't,
1: real, I, oh, I didn't yeah. realize that
0: it is a really good tea
1: well because I know in the decalcification process at least previously when I've done it it's like caffeine is out like it's just out the door with yeah. everything else. And, yeah and you know caffeine alcohol meat um, you know refined oh, hell sugars yeah. Um, but yeah it's it is people.
0: I, I know psychics who eat meat and um, still psychic, and I don't know how. I don't. I've, I honestly don't know how. Um, Cause like you're putting violence. You're 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 literally fueling your body with violence, and it's fine. I understand. Not everybody's an empath. Not everybody's an indigo. Not everybody feels the things that we do. But we're telling you, you're fueling yourself with violence. Like you're blocking everything. Um, but meat I think is the number one one. I've, that's, that, that's like the one that, um, has to come first. Um, but yeah, the caffeine, uh, even in this, uh, pineal gland thing I'm reading, they actually list the, uh, the only two sources of caffeine I remember are Yerba Mate and, uh, it's like raw pressed cocoa, organic. Oh yeah. Does because that sound of the, right?
1: the dark chocolate and yeah. Which is good for yeah. you. The, uh, it yeah, is, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's interesting because, you know, the also I really love when it comes to the pineal gland, the the you know, the connections to ancient uh to ancient cultures and the symbolism of the pine cone. Um which is very similar shaped to the yep. to what the pineal gland looks like. And, you know, the connection between pine and pineal, you know, is obviously in the word itself. Um, and then when you go back and you look at all this ancient artwork and, you know, these uh, depictions, uh, so when you see the pine cone showing up in Egyptian yeah. art and, you know, architecture and things like that, you start to realize the connection that, you know, ancient... Our, our ancient ancestors had to the third eye and to our intuition and how it's so so much a part of being a human being is intuiting things and yep. how deeply disconnected, you know, the modern Western capitalism world well, we live in wants us to be from that.
0: Fuck yeah. Here's my thing. You know my whole thing about flu shots. And, I, you know, I've, I've got some conspiracy theories for sure. Why are they putting fluoride in our water? Why is there fluoride in our water? Then you read what fluoride does, blocks your intuition, makes you a sheep. What? That's shocking. The government gives us nothing for free, but they're giving us fluoride. And uh, what, saying it's good for our teeth? I don't even know why it's in our water. Um, Other countries don't do that. So, like, if any of you are like me and think that we're meant to be controlled and kept weak which is the greatest illusion of life, that we are powerless and our government loves to make us think that, it would make sense that fluoride would be part of that plan, you know?
1: Well, sure. I mean, this is definitely going down the conspiracy hole, like in yeah. a major way. And,
0: like, oh, yeah.
1: And, you know, and one of the biggest, um, you know, phrases that you hear from people who listen to, like, uh, Alex Jones and, and like, you know, people who are like insane like that. Oh uh, yeah. Is that like Hitler fluoridated his water too, you know, for the, you know, it's like, so did it, the, fluoride, he? the fluoride in the water is very, um, it's a, there's a, I don't, I can't remember. I used to be so into this stuff, but I, I can't remember. Why did they
0: do it? I mean, well, why do the, they do The theory
1: it? is that it makes people docile and things like that. But, but, but um,
0: why do they tell us they do it? Why do they? I'm Googling it right now. Yeah, why I don't do know. This is,
1: like that one's more of a deep research before like really making a stance on it as far as to make sure you, I give people like the the proper information. You know what I mean? Um So it's, but when it comes to just trying to be more in touch with our intuition, because I mean, that's what we're getting at. Yeah. Um, When it comes to the the magical practice that you really want to tap into. And if you, if you really want to access, if we want to access our power, you know, it's like, what is the, how can we give ourselves the best chance to be the most powerful? And, you know, and that's if we have all systems run, all magical systems running, you know, at full strength. And yes. it's not easy to do that all the time because, you know, depending on your finances, depending on your situation, your location, um, you know, not to mention addictions, um, yeah. it can be difficult to stay away from all these things. That might inhibit our psychic powers and our magical abilities, um, you know, to be running full systems. Go like well, twenty four hours a day.
0: Why? Why aren't I Is that I a meditating? bird or is that the dog? Oh my god! You can hear her. Yeah, yeah. This is her fucking Aries moon. I am. This is she's she's Pisces with an Aries moon. She heard me laughing, <laughs> and now she she's she's got FOMO and she's in the bathroom squeaking. <laughs> She's barking at me. That's how her bark sounds. It's really cute, but it is also she knows she's in there because she's supposed to be in there, and she's telling me to let her out. I, I this morning I woke up so early. I've never, heard of, I've,
1: I've never heard someone oh. accuse their dog of having FOMO before.
0: <laughs> Both of mine have FOMO so bad. Uh, I woke up and I had so much to do. And I had to go to the health food store to get a new can of dog food because some dogs won't eat their dry food unless I mix wet food in with it and we're all out of the wet food. So I couldn't feed anybody, and it was the first morning ever that I did me before I did the animals, and they were livid. Everyone was squeaking at me and pissed off, and I was like, I'm leaving, and I'm taking a walk around the park with a smoothie, and none of you eat before 8 o'clock anyway. And they were livid. And then I came back, and they were all sweet and whorish and totally slutting it up for food. Um, but, yeah, the, 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 okay, back to okay, intuition. Here's something I'm thinking about, too, with the fluoride. Why is fluoride so hard to get out of the water? I messaged one of my favorite witches because she's super good about her pineal gland. It takes her two different systems. They go through a Brita and then they put it through a different system to get the fluoride out of the water.
1: Yeah, if, you, really, if you want to get um, – there's a couple high-end water filters that – really do the trick and they're yeah they're expensive one of them's a Kangen water filter Uh, my dad and stepmom actually have one because my brother was actually trying to sell them for a while Um, but uh, and like like my brother has one but like it's a really good water filter that can change the pH level to like you can make like theoretically you can make the water a cleansing agent or you can make it you know you know the best drinking water you can get Uh, it has all the different, different levels but it's not cheap to get, I mean, it's like probably like 700 bucks for like a Congan water filter.
0: Damn. See, I've been, I've been researching it and even if I buy a water pitcher that takes a lot of it out, it's 70 bucks and then it's 50 bucks to change the filter. Why is that pitcher $20? That's stupid. Um,
1: and it's better I, than, it's definitely better than like buying bottled water all the time because bottled water is so bad for, you know, all the plastic yeah. and everything. But Yeah, um, the BPA. But you can do you have to get pH strips. I gave you some pH strips like a while a long time ago. Yeah. I don't know if you still have them, but have you I been have, have you been testing your pH level? Cuz I think that's what yet. really this is all about as well. Um, when it comes to decalcifying the pineal gland, it's about trying to get because there's certain theories that if you are perfectly pH balanced, that uh-huh. there is if you are what they call alkaline, if your body is alkaline. Yes. What that means is Cancer
0: can't live in it, for starters. There's
1: there's no room for anything bad to be occupying space because you're in perfect balance. Yeah. I think we all understand the inherent beauty and the positive attributes of having balance in our life in all kinds of ways. And that's what this is about as well when it comes to like having balance and being alkaline. And these pH strips you can buy... You just, you pee on them mm-hmm. and you can see how you're doing. And it's very helpful <laughs> um, to do that. But you can also test, you can also test alleged water that's supposed to be good for you too. That's like pH-balanced water. You can just, you know, throw some drops on there and see if they're scamming you or not. Um, which is a nice way. Um, because that happens all the time. I mean, there's brands and people you can trust, but... yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like trying to find balance and then trying to, you know, because if you're in balance, allegedly you're going to be more healthy and
0: yeah.
1: that's going to really just be able to launch you off into whatever it is you want to do with your psychic abilities. Your intuition's going to be really top notch. Um, and yeah, you know, not to mention your manifestation abilities and, you know, you'll just have a more clear head and a more clear mind when it comes to trying to sit down and meditate. You won't have as much garbage floating around.
0: Yep. And I'll tell you what, like, since I really started working with Sarah, the stuff I can see now and do is I, I'm moving into another room. I'm sure you can still hear that squeaking yeah, little yeah, asshole.
1: It sounds like a parrot.
0: <laughs> she feels like a parent. Um, so, but the stuff that I've been able to do it, it and the stuff I see Sarah do, I'm just like, give me more, give me more. And the purpose that I have now, and it, it is, it's void of ego. It really is. Cause she tells me all the time, you don't want to just tell people their future. You want to empower them. And I really, that's what I want to do most. That's what I lead with just automatically.
1: And see, that's the thing too. Like I just got a recent email from her cause we've been corresponding about some things and, and it's like, you know, I'd love to just be told on this day, what to do. This yeah. thing will happen, but no, it's about work. And it's about homework. And yeah, and I think I, did I tell you, did we talk about what my current homework is?
0: No, you mentioned it, but I want to hear about it because it sounds like something I want to do too.
1: Okay. So in in relation to trying to figure out, you know, because there's so many things going on, you know, in comedy slash like paranormal and all, you know, you know, or whatever work for me. My work life is very like, I've got like, at one point I had about seven different plates spinning of projects I was trying to sell and move forward with and... You know, luckily there's not as many plates anymore, but, um, I'm trying to figure out like, how do I manage? What do I focus on? You know, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. And so she told me, you know, here's what you do. Um, sit down and write. Cause she goes, it sounds like you're feeling there's not enough time for you. And time is, and we are all part of this limitless universe of existence. So that would be silly to think that there is a limit on the time. Um, oh, I love her. You can't truly believe that if you're going to, you know, lean into the thing, like, you know, choose to live the life you're trying to live. And that's and, part
0: of your Uranus opposition right now too, Ryan, is we think that's why lots of people go crazy because they think time's running out all of a sudden.
1: Exactly. And I'm also reading Journey of Souls, Case Studies of Life Between Ooh. Lives by Michael Newton. And so I, I know time doesn't run out. Um you know what I mean? Like there's this, yeah. there's all these different lives I'm going to be living. But, um, so I, my homework is to sit down and write what it would feel like to have all the time, money, and love that I want in my life. Um, and so like very specifically, uh, you know, I'm not sitting down writing about, um, you know, what, uh, you know, I could actually even give you an excerpt because, I mean, it's amazing. Like, I was doing it at a coffee shop yesterday, uh-huh. and it was, like, within about 15 seconds of writing this, I was, like, starting to already feel it, like, truly feel it. Like, I'll just oh. give you, like, this is how it starts. Like, this is, so if I have enough time, money, and love, what it feels like. And so, it's, it's like, every day I wake up feeling light, I feel like I could float because I'm not weighed down by constant, overwhelming worry about not having money, being lonely, or running out of time. I'm excited to wake up each and every single day. There's no, there's there's, there's so much to do and so much time to do it. Um, oh, nice. And it's like you feel, so basically that's like the vibe. I, so then I start kind of like just going with that train of thought about like what it f- really feels like to have everything you need. And how exciting every day is knowing, like waking up smiling essentially Hell yeah, is how that looks. Right. And yeah. so after about 15 minutes, I'm sitting in this coffee shop and I'm just like, I've got everything I need.
0: Wow. I'm like,
1: I'm like, Oh shit. She got me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. You know, so,
1: um, but it's, uh, but it's definitely one of these things where it, it affected the rest of my night in a positive yeah. way. So it's one of these things that you have to, I have to, um, that I, I will have to do every day, um, you know, and work on and keep in mind. And then before I even realize it, I will be, I will be living that life.
0: Yes, yes, Cause yes. I already
1: cause, Because I already know how it feels like, that means I will have it.
0: Yeah. It's true. That's how manifestation works. When I looked at land online all the time, even, it, it's funny because I'm listening to yours and I'm like, I need to, um, I, I, I need sense of purpose all the time, which sometimes is uh, hard for me to manifest because I have a lot of energy so I can keep a lot of balls in the air. Um, but I never... Ever since my my uh, my first divorce, I've never worried about being lonely. Um, I think because I, I just had so much, and I was like, "God, there's always somebody. There's always somebody." And I'm maybe you know, I I have called in so many of my soulmates. I never worry about that, and I think I'm very fortunate that I figured that out when I did. I just statistically looked at my track record, and I was like, "Man, I'm I'm I got like a new." fucking also my purpose in this life I think was to teach many, many people how to love themselves. Um, so whoever gets to be, i anything. I'm like, please, I want to be alone. Um, but the, the waking up with a smile is so important. And I think even just that's, I mean, as a master manifester, according to Sarah, um, but I think I absolutely own that. I think I am a master manifester. I think just believing it's yours makes it yours. And then you just, pop it onto your timeline in that way. Like you just poop, you just dropped it down in the future. You, you made it happen in the future and here it comes down the pipeline, you know?
1: No doubt. And I'm going to tell you something. And if you're listening to this and you've, you already are aware of this, you know how good it is, but, and it, but if you've never tried this, I'm like, I'm not saying I was, I'm skeptical, but I mean, like, I think a part of a, all of us are, are still yes. skeptical in some degree, but, I start doing this exercise and, and frankly, I put it off for a few days. Oh. Right? I mean, I was running around doing so much stuff that I, I acted like I didn't have time to do it. Yeah. I acted like I didn't have time to do it, you know? Um, when in fact, I, I did. But then I start doing it and like within, literally within like 15 seconds, I'm understanding its power and it feels so Good. I mean, yes. It feels so good. The
0: biggest illusion in life is that we're powerless. Uh, also, we're drinking fluoride, so that's gonna help us believe <laughs> <slave laughs> it. Like a really? <laughs> <honest fluoride. laughs> um,
1: yeah. So I mean, I think when it comes to for me, I'm starting to understand, truly understand, the beginnings of my the most effective ways for me to be channeling power in my magic and for me the meditation aspect is if i and i and that's not to say i have to do it i will do it every time but for me it's the you know the music helps me it really gets me to a place yes Um, the music helps me being comfortable um, like sitting on like a very comfortable, I mean, that's obvious, I think, for every, everybody. But, and also when it comes to writing, like the free flow of writing, and, and I don't know what, it, it makes perfect sense because I've been writing for years, you know? Um, yeah. And and it's like writing is a big, has been a huge part of my life um, for, for a long time. And like writing by hand, for me Ooh. is what it was where this, cause that's what I did. I was writing by hand in a notebook uh, yesterday in this thing. That's how I like to write when it comes to
0: that's me too. Like, personal yeah. stuff.
1: But, um, and also comedy, I, I kind of write into like legal pads and stuff and then go back and look through them. But for me, that's where the real, that's for me, the power comes in like the visualization and being able to really lock in on that magical system. It's ink or lead to paper. Yeah. And now I'm channeling it onto the paper from my I'm creating this. I'm Because that's, to me, the beauty of writing, too. And I nerd out about it. But, like, it's so fucking cool. Like, you uh, are you taking invisibleness should... and yes. making it visible.
0: We should do – do you ever do um, – I keep wanting to try it because ever since I had that experience where, like, I was really tired and I, I really felt like I was going to fall into another world. Um. I want to do the, what is it called? Is it unconscious writing or, you know, when you go into a trance and let someone else write through you?
1: Automatic writing.
0: Automatic writing. You should try to do that sometime and just call your guides, like do a protective That's circle. That's a really
1: good idea. I, I used to do something years ago um, where I would pick up a, you know, different colored pencils mm-hmm. um, and I'd put one in my left hand and one in my right hand. And after a while, and I would simultaneously draw and or like kind of scribble and it's it's difficult at first to keep both hands going but wow. then after a but after a little bit you kind of lose you lose control of intent over what you're drawing or at least i would so i would lose control over the intention of what like shapes or objects or direction i was coloring or drawing in and then um these i always thought they were Beautiful, interesting drawings. They kind of look like chaos, and sometimes they look beautiful. But, um, but it was a way to kind of unlock your brain, uh, or unlock my brain from being trapped into. You know, normally I pick up with my left hand, and now I draw, and now I write, and blah 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 blah. blah because I'm left-handed, and uh, it was it's a way to like unlock the brain and make you, uh, make us think differently. And yeah,
0: I love that. Unlock,
1: uh, unleash creativity, which to me is one of the purest forms of magic in my life.
0: Yes. No, that's, you are really followed. You're, you know, you're hearing your voices for sure. Um, I think that this is, this is something too that I wanted to tell people when you talk to yourself and it's like, cause I've been hearing, I've been hearing myself talk to myself a lot lately, um, where I, I mean, I'm listening. I've always been talking to myself, but when you're hearing your voices, it, like those aren't just thoughts popping in your head. Like you're you're doing something that somebody is telling you to do. Like when you get a weird idea like that, that's somebody telling you to do it. Somebody who one has your best interests at heart. Unless you know you're dabbling with Ouija boards, and you might be you might be guided in the wrong direction.
1: But. Which I have been known but. to do. <laughs> I, I was doing not a paranormal. Me. Oh, I didn't. We didn't even talk about the um, Karen, my friend Karen and Rontowski, and I. We oh, we yeah. co-led our first paranormal investigation house. recently at the Waffle House. And uh, we can talk about that later because we're at an hour, and I have a voice in my yeah. head that's not mine. That is my mother's
0: uh-oh, uh-oh. telling me not okay. to be late
1: for dinner. But, so I'm okay, going to have to go over it. So let's do the magic moment.
0: Magic moment. Okay, we got a letter from Melissa. Uh, Hi, Angela and Ryan. Love your show. Thank you. And wondering if you might be able to help me with a very common mundane annoyance. This is a really good letter, you guys. You know those times when you are in a store that you just want to wander around, but you can't because there is one person or multiple salespeople that bombard you with, do you need help or some other pitch? Well, I would love to know if there is a magical solution to getting some space on the sales floor. Perhaps an invisibility cloak. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah, right? Good question, Melissa. So this is really good. And I know I've talked before about... um, like occult shops that put little, uh, bewitching spells to make you spend your money and how you should only take cash in there and, and set intention before you go. Um, this is good for everything. Okay. So first and foremost, anything, always, you need a parking spot just at their night, middle of the night. I get back from the airport. I have a giant truck. There's never anywhere to park in my, my, on my street or in my neighborhood, let alone at that hour. And I, all the way home, just kept saying, please, 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 please. And boom, it wasn't even a parallel park. I just pulled right in and it was only two blocks from my house, which is winning. So always, always ask your guides, angels, and ancestors first, um, on the drive to somewhere where you're, you know, you're going to be annoyed. Just start calling them in then, um, Ask them to keep the bullshit away. Only let love and light into your space. Um, You want to visualize that space. How much space do you want? How much space do you require? You actually want to visualize a bubble of white light around that space. Make it as big as the distance you want between yourself and the people. All the people, really. Because you know, like when you're shopping, too. Ryan, you don't have this problem. This is a weird woman thing. I have women who get right up on me. And they want to look at something I'm looking at, and I mean, this is like
1: a oh, women do not that to me all the time. Mom.
0: Do they really?
1: No, I'm kidding. I'm... Oh, <laughs> sorry. You
0: do that to me a lot, but I think, <laughs> and maybe empaths will relate to this more than uh, than anybody else. But like, it feels like they're trying to eat my fucking energy, and then it becomes a battle, and I just had this. <laughs> Crazy thing <laughs> happened in England with this, and oh, oh, hey, excuse me. Do you hear my American accent? Yeah, I'm one of those assholes. I'm not budging. Like you have to like stand your ground. It's crazy, but especially with those people, you want to picture how much space you need, how many inches, how many feet, whatever you want. Um, do it right before you enter the store. Put that bubble around you because then it's strongest. You don't want to do it in the car because then you might leave it in the car. I know how that sounds, but do it right before you enter the store. Get that bubble around you. And then you ask Archangel Michael to keep those people out of your sacred space. And he is a doll. Like, he'll show up for just about anything. Another really good one is carrying black tourmaline in your bra. It banishes negative energy. And when people are coming at you for your money, that's negative energy. Like, that's not – their intentions are not great. And granted, that's their job. That's that, but, but it's monetary. It's technically negative. So black tourmaline in the bra – Get Your Bubble, Ask Your Guides, and Archangel Michael. And you can use that everywhere. You can use that everywhere.
1: That's a really good idea. I actually, there was a state trooper on the freeway when I was uh, driving across the country last week. And he was doing that thing where he's going so much slower than everybody else. So people will Uh pass him, then he'll just ride the bumper and then run your plates. Uh and Just ride your ass to try to make you do something so then they can pull you over. Yes. I'd never done this before because I was previous. I was pulled over twice on my previous trip, like last month, and um, and I never get pulled. I, I never speak. I haven't had a ticket in over a decade, um, but I, I got one that time. But on this one, I knew what this trooper was up to, and I did the bubble. And I try to do the Ooh. bubble before. I try to do the bubble right when I get in my car anyway, just to keep me safe while I'm driving. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, sometimes. I don't always remember, you know, like it's not something that I've gotten down so well that it happens automatically right when I get in the car now. And I root myself and then put the bubble on, but it's that light and love in. Nothing in, nothing out except light and love. And so I put the bubble up and like only love and light are allowed in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And um, he pulled over the car in front of me. But like I'm not saying that my bubble pushed that guy into getting a a speeding ticket, but it definitely stopped me from, you know, getting pulled over gratuitously for, for nothing. Cause the guy in front of me was doing nothing wrong, but got pulled over. Um, so there's, so I think the bubble, if in my own mind, it helped me uh, in that situation to keep something away from me.
0: It's, it's also placebo. There might not be a bubble around us, but we are, very powerful beings, and we are pushing something out, and you push it out, you push it away. You know, maybe it's not a real bubble. Maybe it's just your force field that's you know radiating. Who knows? It doesn't well, we matter. Know,
1: but we know it's real. We um, know, it's, we know real. it's real. This
0: shit is real.
1: Um, okay. Well, uh, the black tourmaline. I'll, I'll I'll put some in my uh, in my jockey, my jockeys, oh, my jockey Ryan, what is that? I
0: I told you, right? I have presents for you. Uh huh. Okay, yeah. So when you get home... Well, I
1: already know what it is. You got me... What uh, is it? You got me jockey underwear with built-in ah! black tourmaline waistband.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they say... Um, they're, it's spelled the British way, so there's a U in there if doesn't need to be in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> jewel key. It's
0: um,
1: Actually, I think I might make those. We might start a clothing line, a protective clothing line, or maybe oh condoms God. with black tourmaline in them.
0: That's... Like bits of... Oh, that sounds awful. I don't even want to finish my sentence.
1: No, no. Bits
0: of black tourmaline in your condoms.
1: Obviously, so like... We're not talking about like ribbed condoms. We're talking about like it's so... Really
0: painful ones, not subtle at all. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> we gonna oh,
0: be rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Well, um, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, this is where the magic happenscom That's the website where everything. Thanks for all the people who have rated um, and given five stars and written a review. Um, you will be traveling. You're you're a traveling altar. You'll be, you know, in projects in the future as well. You'll be included on those. Um, and, you know, find us on Instagram and Twitter and give us a follow, please. Um, you can also follow us individually. Um, I know it's, uh, where magic happens is our Instagram. Angela is always posting great memes that she comes up with. Um, plus other things uh, that we find enjoyable. Um, And then uh, I'm Rai Singh. She's lovable um, on Instagram. Uh, So give us a follow on all those spots and, uh, you know, send us your messages and we appreciate it.
0: Yes. Also send us your pet pics. People keep sending me uh, really great chihuahuas and whatnot. And I need to start posting those too. Um, Tell us if you're okay with us sharing anything too. Cause uh, there are many stories now that I'm, there's like a, a bit of a backlog, actually, Ryan, of stories I want to share from really great listeners who are on their own paths that are lining with sometimes. Oh, yeah, for sometimes. sure,
1: for sure. Um, yeah, we'll have to like... We'll have to make space. Man, you for just
0: that. got so Midwest. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, for
1: sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The reptilians. They're uh, trying to oh, uh, get the dang. black goo. Uh, negative energy. That's what they feed off of. Uh, got yeah.
0: real Cohen brothers in here oh, for a moment.
1: Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Get some black tourmaline. Put it in your bra there. Uh, yeah, keep them all. Um Anyway, okay. <laughs> well, uh, thanks again. This was fun. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, don't forget. Oh, I thought you were This shit is real. This shit is real. I'm sorry, I was
0: late. I was kissing a cat. This shit is real.
1: (laughs) There's no better excuse (laughs) than I was kissing a cat. And we'll, we'll talk to you soon, guys.